I'm joined now by Giles Bickford for our business news. Kia ora, Giles, and Mercury Energy has posted a bumper profit. Kia ora to you, Marnie. Yes, most definitely. The pump profit's been boosted by a $367 million gain on the sale of tilt renewables, as well as investment in new wind generation. Well, the bottom line was a net profit of $469 million in the year ended June. That compares with $141 million the year before. Leaving aside though the one-offs, the underlying profit was barely changed at $146 million, while the revenue was up 7% to just over $2 billion. Mercury's chief executive, Vince Hawksworth, says it's now the largest electricity retailer after it bought Trustpower's retail business. It's been a big year for Mercury, um, particularly with the completion of the acquisition of the Tilt uh, wind farms and also the Trustpower retail business. Um, so Trustpower retail was only in the last couple of months of the year. However, both of those things really set us up for the future. Vince Oaksworth says the company is focused on completing its wind farm and geothermal developments. It's forecasting the current year underlying profit to match the year that's just ended at around $580 million. Another company to report this morning was rural services company PGG Wrightson, and it's got an upbeat view of its business and the broader farming sector after posting an improved full-year result. The company has reported a profit of $24.3 million. That's up 7% on the year before. Strong performances for its retail and water business, farm and forestry sales, and horticultural supplies. Its chief executive, Steve Guerin, says inflation is squeezing its margins and it's bearing extra costs by flying in and carrying extra inventory to get around supply chain challenges. But he says the outlook for the primary sector and his company is positive. So we continue to gross our market share. Uh, commodity prices remain uh, relatively strong uh, from our customers' perspective. Um, and the demand for this product um, is, is, is remains strong. So we think with our strategy, we're well-placed to support our customers in that space. And there'll be more from Steve Guerin about PTG Wrightson's uh, adventures of the past year in the rural news after the 12.30 headlines. Well, the Reserve Bank may get, have to get into a fight with financial markets as it tries to bring inflation back within its target range. Westpac bank economists say financial markets have been too hasty to price in reductions in the official cash rate as early as the second half of next year. Westpac's forecasting the OCR will peak at 4% by the end of this year and that it won't be cut until the second half of 2024 at the earliest. Its acting chief economist Michael Gordon says even though inflation looks like it's peaked, interest rates will need to stay high for some time is an area where the Reserve Bank might sort of need to pick a fight with financial markets. Markets by their nature are always trying to um, anticipate the next move that the Reserve Bank makes and now they're getting to the stage where um, it's, it's like, well, we're starting to see the end of rate hikes, so the next, next stage must be interest rate cuts. They're starting to factor those in sometime next year. I don't think the Reserve Bank would be sort of wanting to encourage that view. Um, this is not simply a matter of old King Cole, isn't it, marching up the hill only to march straight back down again. This is about finding a setting uh, for interest rates that will help to take the, the heat out out of inflation, you know, without requiring something more dramatic. Well, Michael Gordon expects inflation to fall to 5.1% by the end of the year. That's currently 7.3%. Westpac's also picking economic growth to slow to about 1.8% this year and be 2% next year. 
but no recession. And the Reserve Bank, of course, is uh, reporting its latest monetary statement tomorrow. Expectations it will raise the cash rate by another 50 basis points to 3%. Well, financial pressures on young people are becoming more intense, with about a third of them struggling to pay the bills and one in five living paycheck to paycheck. Research by ASB shows 18 to 24-year-olds are 34% more likely to experience payment problems than the national average. A third have never had enough money to uh, cover a single month's worth of expenses, as uh, more than half of them have less than $1,000 in savings. ASB's General Manager for Personal Banking, Adam Boyd, says even small changes in budgeting and savings can make a big difference. Great example is sort of um, the Level Up podcast series that we've just launched. And so that's where 18 to 24-year-olds can hear from people their own age who have uh, found out some sort of you know, easy saving tax or how they've been able to sort of live on, a, on an amazing uh, budget and still have like a fantastic life and we've heard from sort of small business owners that are just starting out. Adam Boyd says the research indicates young people are keen to get ahead and understand that budgeting matters just as much as saving. Well, let's talk to, to Kyle Edmonds now from Jardin Securities on the way financial markets are performing today. Kira to you, Kyle. What's it looking like for the local share market? Kia Giles. It's uh, pretty positive at the moment, and that's probably a reflection of how the three major US indices closed up, um, all of them up half a percent, driven largely by three main sectors, uh, consumer staples, communication services, and consumer discretionary. Uh, so far, the market seemed to have liked the PGG rights and result up two cents, or half a percent, to $4.46, whilst the Mercury result um, hasn't really budged the share price, um, still flat at six fifty four. Other major uh, movers include A2 Milk up 12 cents, also Somerset, uh, Fletcher Building up 6 cents. Um, offsetting that is uh, Ryman and Auckland Airport both offer touch to 9.38 and 7.79 respectively. What's it looking like in Australia? Plenty of, plenty of green across the ditch actually, which is uh, quite nice for them. Up half a percent as well, or 38 points to 7,102.50. Any notable movers there? Uh, CSL, which is up 27 cents to 293.51. Uh, also Rio, up 27 cents, 95.54. And Macquarie Group, um, leading all the financials up $1.32 to 182.19. Let's have a quick look at the currency then. Uh, mixed bag against uh, major trading partners, uh, against the US, uh, 0.6363. Against the Aussie, 0.9059. Against the pound, 0.5277. Gets zero point six two six four. Gets the yen eighty four point eight three, and the Chinese yuan four point three one eight five. And that leaves us interest rates, oil, and gold. Certainly, NZDG TWI seventy one point seven one. Three month bank bill is three point three four. Brent crude is ninety four eighteen a barrel, and gold is one seven seven eight ninety one an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Kyle Edmonds from Jardin Securities. One other piece of uh, business news this lunch hour. The Financial Markets Authority has slapped Wisdom House Investment Partners and Paul Liu with an interim stop order. The decision prevents them from providing any financial advice or services to consumers until September the 5th. It comes after Paul Liu made himself out to be a financial advisor to clients of Wisdom House when he's not permitted to do so. This is not Mr. Liu's first run-in with the Financial Markets Authority. Wisdom House had its financial advice licence cancelled last year 
after he engaged in serious misconduct at his previous employer. The FMA says its investigation's ongoing and it's weighing up a permanent stop order. That's business for now. News and numbers updated for you at around. I should say, updated for you at around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, money, that's business. Kia ora, Giles.